Hey guys, welcome to episode 11 of the Blended in Business podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about balance and how to have balance and what that looks like. So get ready for some amazing tools, resources, tips, and tricks to do all the things. Tune in. Hey guys, welcome to the Blended in Business podcast. My name is Tessa Clemencia. I am a wife, a mom of three, a stepmom of one, and a dog mom of Penelope the Poodle. And yes, that is her real name. Join me along with this adventure of blending a family, blending businesses, and just trying to do it all without killing each other. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to episode 11. So I'm actually just straight out of the gym. I'm back home in my closet in my master bedroom that I just turned into our new luxury spot to record our podcast because it buffers out a lot of sound. And on top of that, I just feel like having this space just gives me just more ideas and energy Um, outside of, of course, looking at like a basket of laundry that Lou stuck in here, but it belongs to me. So I guess it's, it belongs in here. That's his nice way of saying, put your crap away. (laughs) But in my closet, I have my big old canvas that Lou bought me that says boss lady. And under it, I have my vision board. So I actually took our desk that was in our bedroom. So I have an office space in our bedroom because as you guys know, we have all these kids So they all have their bedrooms and we don't have an actual office. So I had an office space area in our master bedroom and I decided, you know, um, I actually just want to have our bedroom be our bedroom. So how about I just move some junk over in my closet and actually I need to get rid of a lot of stuff in here. And I took the desk and put it in the master closet. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see in the stories um, my cool little setup. So um, check it out. But I moved our desk in. I moved uh, like the iPad, the laptop. I moved the chair in here because it's just a way to like close the door and have this space and not be consumed with things that are going out on outside this door. And it just kind of gives me that mentality of separation in a sense. But let's go ahead and get into it. I get asked all the time, how do you do it all? How do you have balance? How do you find time? Because when they look at social media, whatever it means, you know, they look at and say, well, how do you feed your kids every day? How do you still go to the gym five days a week? How do you run a business? How do you, how are you able to do all these things? And so I asked on my Insta stories, okay, you guys, would you be interested in a podcast about this? And the poll was 100% yes. So I basically put together some notes. I put together how I actually do things. And I put together three tips that will help you find that balance. But I feel like society puts on the show that makes it look like, oh, it's so easy to just do all the things and be 100% every single day and every single thing and that it can happen as long as you have proper scheduling and time management and all these things. And But it can happen with proper scheduling, time management, and lots of help. But just know you're not going to be 100% of everything every single day. Things come up. It's just That's just life. That's how it happens. And 
men, if you're listening, I feel you just truly don't get it completely in a sense, like the day-to-day typical man. I wouldn't say every man, but most men, they don't truly get it, which is why I'm actually recording this episode alone. Otherwise, I feel like I would be spending my entire time explaining to Lou how it's harder for women because we have these conversations all the time about balance. And he also, because he kind of works in the same space as me of being an entrepreneur and doing things around the house and having to be involved of picking up kids, taking them here and there. He is understanding of it, but at the same time, he's still a man who doesn't overthink things like most women do. So he's just like, eh, what? I don't see what the big deal is. So we naturally feel like we want to do everything on our own and be our very best at it. So, or try to anyway. Versus men who are just kind of built in a way that they just don't think about that thing, those types of things. They just, I honestly feel like men, especially if you're in a relationship, feel like, okay, well, I have a woman. I feel, you know, comfortable knowing that she got it. So they kind of let that part of that guard down of, and let that part of their brain just doesn't function in a sense. No offense, guys, but they just feel safe to say, okay, well, I know my wife is handling it. So I can just not think about that type of thing. And for me, I used to take that saying, I'm sure you guys have heard it too. Well, you have the same 24 hours as be in a day or not in a day. Yeah, 24 hours a day. <laughs> Sorry, guys, like a little brain fog straight from the gym. But you say you have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. And I used to take that saying to heart. I would just be like, you know what? Beyonce was able to do X, Y, Z or actually like A through Z in today and I'm just trying to take a shower and feed my kids and make sure I have this done make sure I call this person back and just try to be a decent wife mom sister friend all of these things but because I'm thinking well she's just a human being I'm just a human being like I basically can do this just as much or whatever and that's just really not true because one Beyonce has a different type of money and a different type of resources than I do. So I had to think about, okay, well, she has a lot of help to be able to perform on that level. So it's not like she is, you know, having to come home and make dinner for Jay-Z and the twins and Blue Ivy and making sure that everybody gets everything done and she doesn't have to come home and clean and all these things. Like she has a full-blown staff. So, and that's something every, the day-to-day, everyday woman just doesn't have. So I had to kind of dial that back because you can't compare your day to anyone else's point blank period. So I get all the questions and, and that's why I was like, okay, let me just break this down. And so my answer is overall first, don't let social media fool you. But because basically it's a highlight reel. We've talked about this before. Social media is the highlight reel and it's just not what every single minute looks like. And of course, you know, some people, including myself, will show you on the behind the scenes of like what it really looks like. But every single day that just I feel like is not what social media is technically used for. If I just post every single day, you know what? My kids are getting on my nerves every single day. (laughs) Like you you wouldn't want to follow someone like that because it just doesn't make sense of like, why am I constantly complaining that my kids are getting on my nerves? Do they get on my nerves sometimes? Yes. But to constantly post something of that nature is just not in my nature and it's not in a lot of people's nature. So you can't compare thinking, well, my kids get on my nerves every day, but you know, you don't post it. So just don't really look at social media as your avenue of comparison. And so, but 
because even me, I fall short. I I had to talk to this girl before, and she asked me, you know, how I did it all and all these things. And I told her, I said, you know, actually, Lou has this thing called, he calls it double F-Y-S. I can't remember what the acronym. Anyway, it stands for Fin for Yourself. Oh, double F-Y-S is what he calls it. Yes, because even though yourself is one word, he says YS. <laughs> That's why I was confused. I'm like, wait a minute. But anywho, and that means he knows, okay, my day is hectic, it's busy, because although I have to do all these things, you know, sometimes they're looking for me to put dinner on the table when I get home from working at the boutique all day and doing all these things. And, or he'll be like, or is it double FYS day? So sometimes if I know that I didn't plan properly or if I just can't do it 100%, meaning I'm just going to throw some crap together and my kids and husband's going to look at me like, what is this crap? Um, I will say, yes, it sure is, which means fend for yourself. That, that means everybody makes their own food and everyone figures out and feeds themselves, basically, because that's just how it is. You're going to fall short. You're a human being and that's okay. And so here's tip number one get a planner y'all you get do the phone app if you want to do the calendar that way or I have both I have a phone calendar that I rarely use and I legit have a planner and it's like the Ray Dunn font planner (laughs) and my planner um, I have the old school one and in my planner it shows of course the months and then you turn the pages and it shows the detail like days where you can write things on and things like that so I try to plan my do my planner and plan it out as far as I can but I at least you know before the month comes up or the last day of the month I try to plan the next month like completely out so that means like the things that I know that's going to happen every single week those things go on my calendar on my planner as far out as I know. So I know that my daughter has dance Mondays and Wednesdays until mid-May. And so I put it in my calendar every Monday, Wednesday, up until May. I know one of my other daughters, Wednesday. Every Wednesday, she has gymnastics that goes on the calendar. Those are things that I know is happening. My son has soccer. Every All those things goes on my calendar. And then the things in business that I know that's already happening, events and, you know, planning for those types of things. I put those on my calendar. And then I'm also aware things come up, things happen. So I've had to kind of tell myself, okay, you know, just be okay with change because old me was not okay with change. And I felt like I would throw like a miniature temper tantrum about it because I am the youngest of three girls. So I feel like part of that old baby me when I was younger kind of came out as a brat a little bit. I've had to kind of rewire myself to be like, you know what? Change is okay. You know, my it didn't go as planned, but it's okay. And so I've had to kind of tell myself that within my scheduling. And so I have to look at my weeks. So when it goes to breaking it down, I don't break down the week a month out. I break down the week, the week ahead. So like on a Sunday, or even sometimes on a Monday, because, you know, things happen. I sit down and I write out everything that I need to do. And so I have fun names for things because that just makes me more excited to do it. <laughs> but if you followed me for a while, you know that I have Money Mondays. So on Money Mondays, this is every single Monday, I sit down and I go over my budget, my finances, you know, how much I can order these things for Love Ava. And I also have Meeting Mondays, which is the day that I sit down with Lou and we go over budgets, finances, 
whether that means for business or our personal lives. And we also take that time to spend time with each other and have actual intentional conversations without interruption of children. And so that's how I do my schedule. And I write down all the things and that it's like a, I feel like as a journal each day, I write down like a list or whatever of what I should be doing. And I try to prioritize it because I don't want to waste my time doing things on Monday that can be done on a Tuesday. And so I try to prioritize it as much as I can and, and basically just check it off and, and get it done. And so my tip number two is make time for you. This is how you find your balance. You cannot just not take care of yourself. And so for me, I made the promise to myself about three months ago, I think now, that I would go to the gym five days a week. And that was going to be my me time. I literally did it for me. It, so it was for nobody else. It wasn't the whole, like me back in the day saying, well, I got a vacation coming up. Let me go ahead and hit this gym. I actually said to myself, I have one body. I really want to take care of it the best of my ability. And I know in order to do that, I need to move it. (laughs) So for me, what works for me, some people work out at home. Some people, you know, go for a walk in the park or whatever. I know I need to go to a place every single time. And for me, it's like go hard or go home. So I knew it wasn't like, well, I'll just go to the gym like two or three days a week. And that'll be that'll be good. I knew five straight days, Monday through Friday that I will go to the gym. That is my me time. And for me, it actually gets my creative juices going. I've written plenty of podcast show notes, being on the elliptical, because when I'm doing cardio, my thoughts just, my mind just clears itself. And I just, like, they just come pouring in. And so for me, that's my me time. And I have to look at my calendar week to week to know, okay, well, most days, I can take, I can go to the gym and get at least 30 minutes to 45 minutes Monday through Friday in after I drop my son off at preschool. So if there's a day that he is sick, which thank the Lord that hasn't happened yet, then I would have to find another way or some other place to do it or whatever. And so there has been times that because of poor scheduling on my side, I missed like, it was like last week or no, it was two weeks ago. I missed the Tuesday at the gym. So I actually ended up going on Saturday as well, even though I typically don't work out on Saturdays, Saturdays and Sundays, but I'm like, okay, I still want to do my five days because that was my promise to myself for myself. So I'm not bending for anyone. I'm not breaking it for anyone. My family just got to understand and they will get over it. They will be okay. So if that means for you that you say, Hey, you know what? I want to get my nails done. I want to take a, have a spa day. I want to just go have lunch with a friend. Make that your you time. Make that your priority and actually just stick to it and not apologize for it because you have to take care of you. And it ultimately makes you a better wife, a better mom. I know for me, it gives going to the gym five days a week gives me that energy. It gives me that um to just kind of like go and, and really like tackle my day. And it ultimately, for me, makes me a better wife and mom because it makes me a better me. And that pours out into my family's life. And so do it, do it without any regrets, y'all. Tip number three. This is really important. Ask for help. I know it's hard. I still struggle with this at times, but there's no way, like no way. You can do all the things without any help. I mean, granted, of course, Beyonce has a whole staff, a whole team. Let me give you a few tips and tricks and resources 
for those of you who don't have Jay-Z and Beyonce money like myself. <laughs> so for me, my main source of help is actually within my household. Um, so if you guys don't know, um, my oldest daughter, Brooklyn, is 12. She'll be 13 in like two months or less. Actually, less than two months. Oh, my goodness. And Hayden is 10, but she's like the most mature 10 year old like I don't know she was here before <laughs> and then I have my stepson who was nine and then I have Grayson who is three so within my household the girls help look after Gray and so my stepson he's usually here like every weekend or every other weekend but during the week when things are hectic the three kids are here and we have to figure out who is going where who's watching who all these things and so the girls help me a lot with Gray. They're like his second and third mama. And they also help me around the house. So they actually take turns. And they've been doing this for a while. Actually, since I was um, single living in Durham. And they take turns loading and unloading the dishwasher. Because it's not like back in the day where we were like hand washing. And, you know, even if they had to do that, that'd be fine. But we have a dishwasher. So I'm like, just load it and unload it. I'm, I mean, I'm cooking. That's, that's not, <laughs> I'd rather, I think I'd rather load and unload the dishwasher than cook some days, but they load and unload the dishwasher every single day. That's their thing. They know whose turn it is. They keep up with it. They're great with that. They also do their own laundry on top of cleaning their own bed because they each have their own bathrooms and bedrooms. So the girls clean their bedrooms, their bathrooms every single Saturday and although we own a cleaning company and we have our cleaning crew come through and we're not on an actual schedule for our house cleaning, like my husband had said we would be, but when they come through and they clean, they don't clean the kids' bedrooms. Um, they will do a deeper clean on the bathrooms, but they don't clean the kids' bedrooms because they clean them every Saturday. They do their own laundry. I mean, they're a huge help. And I feel like, I mean, first of all, they're 10 and 12. And if these kids can work all these tech devices they can load a freaking dishwasher. I mean, it's it's not that bad. <laughs> and also, of course, we have Penelope the Poodle, who also needs loads of help and love and care. But my oldest is the one who asked for this dog. So she's the one who gets up with her in the morning. She takes her out to pee and poop. She feeds her. And in the afternoon, she plays with her and she feeds her when she gets home from school. And of course, we step in and, you know, take her out and things too while she's at school. But... And I know it sounds like a lot, but I'm attempting to raise kids who can actually do for themselves and not feel so entitled. But on top of that, my husband is a huge help for me. Like he truly steps in. He helps, you know, pick up and clean up around the house. And we actually, he, because we're both entrepreneurs, he actually understands this life and we just balance each other out on like, okay, well, he will actually do a lot of the laundry. He stepped up like a ton since I've started Love Ava last March and he has stepped in and you know did laundry and kept up with it and all these things and of course when I see that his the cleaning company is getting really busy I'll step in and do laundry and keep up with the house and things like that and so we just you know when he's slacking I pick up and when I'm slacking he pick up and that's just kind of you know how our lives work but he can handle literally about everything in our household except cooking. He tries, but he honestly hates it and I know it. So I don't really, you know, force that, <laughs> that part of, of the things because I already know he's like, Mm-mm. I mean, y'all, I've asked him once when I was headed home 
I was like, hey, can you just preheat the oven? I'm headed home so that can kind of give me a little boost on cooking. He just, he, he hates it so much, y'all. He did not want to even preheat the oven. And I told him, I said, you know what? I was very close to being petty and not even cooking. <laughs> but I was like, I had to check myself. But he has been watching this Gordon Ramsay show lately and feeling a little bit inspired. So let's keep him in prayer that he will be inspired to start cooking as well. Because, y'all, that would be amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, but both of our schedules are a bit feel most days, which require a lot of communication to make sure our kids get to the places they need to be and everyone is fed. And in a perfect world, I would love to have a full staff. And trust me, I'm working towards that. Like that is that is a goal of mine, actually. But for now, this is the resources I have and this is what I'll have to do. So if you're married or in a relationship, sit down with your spouse because you can't look at me and Lou's situation and say, well, Tessa's husband does X, Y, Z and, you know, but this is our, our life and this is what we've communicated. And these are basically the layout of how we, we're going to get the stuff that we need to get done. So don't really take what I'm saying about ours and say, well, Tessa's husband's doing it. So my husband should be doing it or whatever. You need to sit down with your spouse and talk about the things you need help with whether it be with the kids or the house or your business and see where they can step in and help the saying you know closed mouths don't get fed is actually quite true in this instance um so your your expectations will go unmet if you don't speak up and actually say something to them so don't assume that they should know because everyone is different there's times that I would think you know in my in my brain it just makes sense to kind of see me struggling in a area of my life and you just automatically come in with your cape on and just save the day but everybody's brain doesn't work that way and again no offense men but it's typically men that don't really like always get it I had a friend um she didn't feel well and she told me this story she said you know I didn't feel well and I was in my kitchen I was trying to like do the dishes and cook and do some other things and she had a friend over and the friend literally didn't ask nothing, didn't say anything. She literally stepped in and like picked up the slack and was like helping her and made that day so much easier for her. And she's like, you know what? If I wasn't married to my husband, I'd marry you. Because <laughs> I feel like as women, we just get it. We're very understanding of of seeing that struggle. And we, we're also understanding as we have this thought that we just need to do it and not really ask for help and you know because we'll be seen this week or whatever it may be but we just step in so definitely communicate that with your spouse um and set or whoever and say hey this is what I need help with what can we do to kind of get to this because I'm struggling so if you're a single parent struggling to find time for all these things trust me I know what that's like I've been there done that but as single parents, we, you know, we still had those resources and you guys have resources. It's just a bit harder, but they are there. Um, that might mean you have to get up a little bit earlier before your kids or stay up a little bit later. To, if this means like working on your business, your side hustle or have some time to yourself. I know back in the day I would, I didn't, I was like never a morning person. I'm like, for, I've been forcing myself to be a morning person this past year and that's just meaning like let me at least just get up 30 minutes earlier you know just baby steps because Lou gets up at the butt crack of dawn every day but he also is like sleep or it, actually he's in bed by like seven <laughs> at the absolute latest and I'm like dude there's a whole household still running downstairs while you're in the bed but for um for me when I was single 
I would put my kids to bed like around 7.30 and I would have a glass of wine and watch a show or two just because that was just at the time, my me time. Or I would actually have a glass of wine and read a book or something because I'm like, I need to kind of like have some time with me. And that was just my way of doing it at the time. So if that's what that means for you, and even if you're in a relationship or you have a spouse who travels a lot, you know, that could apply to you as well. And so... Um, when I was, oh, sorry, (laughs) I was a little stuck there for a second, but yeah, so when I was single, I had to build my village and because we know it takes a village and if you can't afford to hire a sitter, um, then to help you out with your kids, you have to build that village with other moms that share similar values as you, but, and I know this is super hard to kind of step out and meet these people and things like that, but it's the biggest payback. Like it's just feels so good to have a circle around you who is there to help you and build those friendships and swap with each other for childcare. Um, think about most friends that you have that are there. They want to help, and but it's in our heads that we don't want to bother them or, you know, we all know they really don't mind. But in our own heads, we're like, we just don't want to bother other people because they have their own kids, their own lives, things like that. For me now, I have friends now that tell me all the time they will help out with our three-year-old Grayson. Because although Gray goes to preschool five days a week, he's in half-day preschool. And Lou has been super busy in the cleaning company lately, you know. And so I've had to close my boutique, literally. I'm just very thankful that the boutique, our house, preschool, the girls' school is literally like in minutes of each other. And so... I've had to close my boutique down for like five minutes, 10 max, you know, to go grab him and bring him back to my store. And I have to put my little sign up, be back in five minutes, you know. And so far, it's been working out. Fingers crossed it continues until we find a better solution. But I have to bring him back and he can last probably a good hour, hour and a half before he becomes super restless. And he's not too thrilled to be in a women's clothing store like most toddlers. So I'm in the stage of accepting outside help in those moments and so I have to be open to that and and saying that but I will say I've done a little bit better because again even though I'm married we still have to build a village because we're trying to build this companies and all these things we're going to need a village as well and so we have I think I mentioned on another podcast how we treat our staff literally like family and one of our staff members she wants our, you know, our kids to call her Mimi. And I'm like, that's, that's fine. And she treats them like her grandkids. And there's been a couple of times I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to ask Mimi to come in and help with the kids. And although at first I just didn't want to, you know, bother her, she actually wanted to step in and she like wants to take them places and do things with them and brings them all types of sugar and junk. But that's fine. Cause that's what Mimi's do. But she, she steps in. If we have to be out late or out of town, I can, you know, call Mimi up and be like, hey, can you help me out with the kids? We're a little bit stuck, you know, and she will be there. She is there for us, and I'm super thankful for her. So let's do a quick recap of the three tips. Three tips. Tip one, get your planner. I recommend the old school one, but that just what works for me, I'll say. So get some type of planner, calendar, app, whatever works best for you. Tip two, make time for you. That doesn't mean find time, make it. And tip three, ask for help. So don't forget, don't compare your journey to anyone else's. And if you're comparing 
my 24 hours or to Beyonce's 24 hours, you know, if that didn't tell you anything, you definitely don't need to compare to anyone's. Create your own 24 hours and what's going to work best for you to give you the best result of what you're trying to achieve, okay? And just know that it may change season to season. This may be the season of, I'm going to dig deep into my business and work hard, so I'm going to need this help from this person and this person. And then the next season may be, okay, I'm really going to do this and focus on, you know, being, you know, this, whatever it may be for, it might be for your kids or for your spouse or for something else, you know, whoever needs your attention at that time, just know there are seasons for everything. And if that season is for your business, then be okay with asking for that help because you're going to need it if you really want to build something and achieve something. So thank you guys for tuning in. If this brought any value to you, definitely screenshot it while you're listening and tag me on Instagram on your stories because I love to hear about you guys listening to the podcast. Lou and I, we did this. We spoke at a church in Gretna this last Friday and it was so much fun, y'all. And I had a couple of people come up to me and say, yeah, listen to your podcast and I love it. And I don't want to seem too stalkerish, but I'm like, no, please tell me like screenshot it every single time because I want to know. I can see, of course, you know, the the plays on my end, but I just want to know it's truly touching some someone and it's helpful for someone. And if you ever think about any um, topics or anything that you guys want to chat about or any advice about, definitely message me. I mean, I get messages already, but like keep them coming because it definitely helps that I'm giving you actual advice on things you want to hear versus me just rambling on and on. So you guys have an amazing week and we'll see you back next week.